Christmas through three eyes. Okay, I understand. That sounds a little bit strange. Even awkward, maybe even a little bit weird or obscure. But what I want to talk about is Christmas from three perspectives. That is through three sets of eyes. A, a mother's, a father's, and a child's eyes. Well, which of course adds up to six eyes. If you really want to go that direction. But even with that said, I think you can understand that where I'm headed is to try to capture this miracle of God somehow, some way, through many eyes, including your eyes. The first set of eyes being Mary's eyes. Mary's eyes for us to look through this evening. The holy drama of God unfolding right before her eyes. And it was Mary, the mother of our Savior, who had the first set of eyes to behold the Christ child. We are left to imagine, to imagine the kinds of things that she saw and felt, although we know some of the things she experienced. But maybe that's okay. That is the imagining, the wondering, the speculating. We know that Gabriel came to her and told her she would have a child and not the child of her fiancé, soon-to-be husband, not any human father's child, but God's son, the very son of God. Imagine, we do know, we do know that Mary's heart was troubled, even greatly so, and she was afraid. She wondered, she wondered about that message. And we know that she responded in faith with great joy, Luke tells us. But not troubled and not afraid, we can wonder. All of that was through Mary's experience, but we can wonder about Mary's perspective as things began to unfold for her. As they actually not were just only announced, but as they unfolded, you know, with that long trip from Nazareth to Bethlehem, as she heard and experienced things as they came to Bethlehem and found no room as a place to stay, but instead a stable. And then from her perspective, giving birth, giving birth there, but also giving birth for the very first time in her life. It all must have been very moving, very moving, not only with the things that brought her to this time and place, but the things as they were unfolding, the reality of the birth, the reality of the significance of that birth and who that child was. We too can wonder about her part in this great unfolding of God's plan. The reality of the shepherds who saw, who heard the angels singing and telling what it was that was happening. The reality of her son, but the, also the son of God, the promised one for all ages. She treasured these moments, Luke tells us, 
in verse 19. She pondered her experience. That was her perspective that occasion. Mary, a mother, and her eyes. Moms, you moms, can you relate in any way to this? Obviously not altogether, but maybe in part. How about the part of pondering and treasuring? Each Christmas with your child or with your children, I bet, I, I know something about mothers. I, I know that those memories, those events stick in your minds, don't they, moms? The special circumstances, the happenings, some of them never, ever go away. But what about Mary and her baby Jesus? Is there anything in you being a mom that you can connect with? Anything in her experience from her perspective about treasuring and about pondering? Moms, I know you've had the lion's share of work getting ready for this great festival. And probably the great amount of work isn't over yet. It can all get in the way, candid, of pondering and of treasuring because of what it is. But I hope that you have been able or that you will be able to look through those things, beyond them, over and above those things, to be able to treasure and ponder as Mary did. I hope your perspective, your looking at things, can be as though you're looking at things through her eyes as well. Memories as a mom prompted through the miracle of Mary and God who gave her that son. A mother's eyes, but then a father's too. A second set of eyes. Joseph, to be specific, we talked some about him this past weekend, a perspective before Jesus' birth, when he learned, as I just read, the kinds of things that were soon to happen. But then they happened. They happened as he and Mary made that long 90-mile some trip from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Those things began to turn and become reality when they couldn't find a place to stay, except for a stable, a place to give birth there. What must ha have he seen in and beyond all of this? Was he able to see in this and beyond all this? Again, again, we're left to holy speculation and wonder. But this stepfather, this foster father of Jesus wondered, no doubt, just as I hope you're wondering and pondering this evening. He must have begun to see God at work because he obeyed. He went through with the word of God. He followed it. And the child was born, the Christ, the Son of God, just as predicted. Holy wonder must have been going through Joseph's head, how God was working and why it was all taking place. 
And satisfaction had to be a part of what was going on for Joseph too. Satisfaction that God had chosen him to be one intimately, closely involved with this Christ child. Joseph's eyes, Father. But what about you, dads? What about you, fathers? What about us? Can we relate? Can we relate at all to what we suppose Joseph might have experienced? Did you see God at work in the birth of a child for yourself, a son or sons, a daughter or daughters? Did you sense the wonder, the miracle of birth, of new life that just goes right through and over our heads? Dads, did you see, do you see God's purpose in your children? And do you have a satisfaction that God is using, has used you to bring and to be a part of this child's life in this world? And what about, what about Jesus and his birth? Is that every day or not so every day in life experience helping you to look at the birth of Jesus on this evening? Or is it just a story? Are they just words? To hear what happened with Joseph, to begin to speculate how he saw things, what his perspective was, it's all leading to help you dads look at this reality too, to find his purpose. But it wasn't only Father Joseph and you and I as dads, the real father, the big father, the most important father was God, the ultimate Christmas through his eyes. Did you know that Christmas is the Father's Day? Oh, there's that Father's Day that comes every June, but Christmas is the Father's Day the father of all. Every single life can be traced back to God, our heavenly father. Easter, that's the son's day. Jesus, risen from the dead. Pentecost, that's the Holy Spirit's day. But this day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, this is the father's day, the giver, the giver of the great gift. And God must have been warmly satisfied with how things unfolded. Satisfied to see not only his plan unfolding, but his love taking on a human form that could come close to his creation. Sons and daughters through his creative power, now becoming sons and daughters through his love in Jesus, God's son and son of Mary. God's heart must have burst with love, burst with love as all this took place according to his plan. For God, for all us dads, we can and we do remember and recapture our plans, our hopes, and our dreams unfold before our very eyes with the birth of a child. And we remember what's quoted in the book of Acts. I believe it's the only time Jesus is quoted in that book. It's more blessed to give than to receive. 
Dads know about that. It's part of our perspective. And it certainly is a part of God the Father's perspective to enrich our perspective as men and to see every child as a way to look at the child that God the Father has given. A mother's eyes. Father's eyes. But then, then there's also a child's eyes, even children's eyes. Do you remember when you were kids? Those of you, like me, who are older, just the thought of Christmas. What did it do? It brought happiness inside and out. From the joy inside to the smile on the face, pure happiness in expectation. Oh yeah, expectation about the gifts, but more than the gifts. The whole experience, that's what lights up a child again and again. The food, the family, the special events, maybe even the Christmas play of which we had a part as a child and children have yet today. A part that maybe helped us see Christmas through yet another set of eyes, gave us yet another perspective on this holy time. That's good. That's great. A child's eyes of wonderment, of excitement, and amazement. As adults, we grow out of a lot of that, don't we? We've left a lot of that behind, and sometimes it's only a memory and even a fading memory. But should we grow out of that? Should we let go a hold of that? Should we let go of that? Sometimes I think it's good to recapture, to think back, to take a hold again, to relive Christmas in that way, to to recapture it. There's a part of us that wants to go back into our childhood skin. And this is such a good time this eve of Christmas. Pause. Remember, which I I hope you're doing as I speak this evening. Try to imagine, if you can, Christmas through your children's eyes. Soak in the feelings, the excitement, the simplicity of those days. Remember how Jesus likened faith? He likened true faith to that of a child and enjoy Christmas with that faith with eyes wide open with hearts wide open too your kids my kids grandkids they know about gifts they do some of what they know is off target a little bit maybe even a lot but they also know about the gift The gift that we celebrate. You've taught them, I trust. Or grandparents, you've shared with them. Or someone special has linked them into what this event is all about. And I thank Jesus himself. I thank God the Father and the Holy Spirit for that. I trust that they know or that they will know by your words and even especially by your example, child's eyes. 
But there's also the eyes of Jesus, the child. Talk about holy wondering. Talk about speculating. Talk about treasuring. If you can, if I can, let's try to think about what Christmas looked like through the eyes of the baby Jesus. A perspective that perhaps we can only guess at, but would be beneficial. I don't know if, we're, if we will ever be able to see things the way babies see things. Maybe, maybe someday. But imagine Jesus being not only the son of Mary, but the son of God. However that all came together, imagine him looking from the manger and seeing the perspective as the God human being, looking at everything that was taking place the pure wonder of it all, the grandeur of it all, of his father's love, of him knowing that he's left heaven to come to earth, to take on the nature of a child, of a human child, to have a mission and an opportunity of fundamentally and forever changing the lives of people here. An innocent childlike view but yet a very real one. Babies change us, don't they? They change us. I remember when our first child was born, a son. I looked at my wife and I don't know what it was, but I, I said to her, you know, life is never gonna be the same. And it never has been the same since Jonathan came into our lives. It's been better. It's been much, much better because of his life, because of his sisters and his other brothers. With the baby Jesus, the child of God, our brother in humanity, fundamentally, everything has changed in this world. Fundamentally, everything has changed for life here and now. It's gotten better better than ever and will be better still one day. We are fully God's children now in faith. Everybody can trace their life back to God, the creative, powerful hand of God. He is everybody's father. But through Jesus and us linked to Jesus in faith, we can count ourselves as children in a deeper sense, children formed through his love in Jesus. God and humanity brought together in that child of Bethlehem. We live in the presence of God, of Emmanuel, God with us. We live with hope, hope for to this evening, hope for tomorrow, a hope for this life, and a hope for eternity. There's lots of eyes, lots of eyes through which we can view and capture these holy things that happened a long time ago. And there's more eyes too, more eyes still. I mean, there's the eyes of the angels, there's the eyes of the shepherds, and, and there's the eyes of countless others, but the most important eyes right now are your eyes. Your eyes, your perspective, colored, formed, shaped, enriched through the eyes of 
mother, father, and that child, Jesus. The various perspectives are important because they help us view the gift. They help us appreciate the giver of that gift. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift.